We need to get Holy to Spirit rain. <laughs> you remember in Horizon though? I remember a lot of things from Horizon. I'm not gonna say his name, but he liked to make out with that microphone. Oh, oh. 100%. <laughs> I don't know if that was the Holy Spirit or not. <laughs> I mean, he was feeling that mic. He was feeling the mic. He was leading worship. Feel it. Feeling Anyways, mic. we're back, y'all. And it's been a long time. How many? I think it's been three months. Yeah, we did the last Nin- one in is December. That 90 days. <laughs> it's been. Three months is 90 days, though, right? Yeah. We had a fast from About. the podcast. I had a fast from the podcast. I've been fasting from other things, too. <laughs> but the podcast, the people are asking. Haley asked. Bree asked. Tawny asked. We got three fans, okay? That's all we That's need. a lot. Here. That's great. <laughs> That's one more than us, so That's. Solid. I think we're, we have a solid influence on San Diego Absolutely. as of now. We're taking them by storm. Yes, ma'am. So what are we talking about, Samantha Tusi? Um, we are talking about... I need about... to find my scriptures. <laughs> We're talking about the Holy Spirit and discernment and how they play into, like, decision-making. How cause... do you know when it's God speaking to you, basically? Yeah, basically. Which is, honestly, I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been experiencing it a lot. As you know, we talk about it all the time. But the word, prayer, I think worship's actually really important too. Yeah. I think it gets you, I mean, it gets me into that headspace of like wanting to hear from the Lord. Mm-hmm. But I've been like thirsty for God for like pretty much every single day. So She's so holy. <laughs> I know. It's called righteousness apparently. Yeah. But anyways, my friends, we're just going to read the temptation of Jesus first. Yeah. And I have New Living Testament. <laughs> what is it? Testimony or Testament? Testament. Yeah. And apparently yeah. that's like really Or not Testament. Really Translation. Bad. I don't know why. It's I just a watered to... down adventure Bible. And Sam has rebuked me for it. And she's like, what are you reading, girl? But you know, it makes sense to me. The yeah. Lord 100% gave it's not this testament. to me and was like, this is going to make sense to Rebecca. So we're going to give her this, this watered down gospel and she's going to hey, be fine. There's no hate. I just like to give you a hard time because I was raised in a King this James girl, family. This my, <laughs> my dad be believing that that is the only translation of the Bible. And I read New King James, which is not that far off. And he's like, what are you reading? <laughs> he's like, that's a heretical. Um, I love, so I've come a long way. I, so. love when you're, I love that your dad did that too at the dinner table with your brother. And <laughs> he would make you read the make you read the scriptures oh yeah yeah that or when i was not... in, when i was in elementary school and we had to like at horizon we had to get like you know the niv bible so we all had the same bible and you would read it in class no, I thought they were the adventure bibles it was niv adventure oh, bible that's niv yeah <laughs> the veil has been taken up off my eyes no but my dad would be like go ahead and go ahead and read from your bible and i'd read it and he'd be like excuse me <laughs> like that i had just told him some horrible sin i'm like i'm just reading the kids bible dad he's like i never had a kids bible why do you get a kids bible he's like we had one bible period i'm like oh sorry watered down <laughs> watered down trying believers. to water down for the children um Anyways. Uh, so you're, basically you're going to read from your Bible. <laughs> so I'm reading out of New King James. And the reason why we're, you know, using this passage, and it kind of might seem a little bit 
random, like, why are we talking about the temptation of Jesus when we're talking about discernment? And it's because the enemy is going to basically question Jesus's pretty much every move. Multiple things. Yeah, multiple things. And we'll get into that later. But just how Jesus responds to outside voices that aren't Mm -hmm. the Lord. And that's a huge part of discernment is, as well as knowing what God's voice sounds like, it's when you know what God's voice sounds like, when you know what the Bible says, you're going to know when when the opposite comes your way, you know, when, when falsehood is coming at you. Mm-hmm. So context real fast. Uh, Jesus is starting his worldly ministry, his earthly ministry. He's just been baptized. And now we're going to jump in in Matthew four, starting at verse one. So it says, when Jesus was led up by the, by the spirit or the Holy spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fast 40 days and 40 nights afterward, he was hungry Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up unto the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you. And their hands shall be shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus said to him, It is written again, you shall not... I love that Jesus like, well, if we're going to do that, here it is again. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him up on... The devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms... And showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory... And he said to him, all these I will give to you if you will fall down and worship me. And then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall not worship the Lord your, or you shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. And the devil left him and behold, the angels came and ministered to him. Hmm. Dang. Devil out here tempted multiple times. (laughs) Three times. So I guess, yeah. I... So the first verse, my version says, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness. So like we were talking about earlier, that if it's God leading you there, you know, you can trust that he's leading you to a place of solitude or wilderness. You said wilderness could mean like rough times, maybe Mm. refinement times, or you're going through a rough patch, whatever that looks like in in your life. intentional, and it's not always easy. I mean, think of what the wilderness is. Yeah, and I think being led by the Holy Spirit to spend time alone with God, Mm -hmm. and that's what Jesus was doing. His goal there was to go spend time with his Father. Yeah. Um, And then he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, so he was at his weakest point, and he was hungry. Yeah. And the enemy doesn't, he doesn't play fair. Mm-hmm. So when you're in your low, don't expect that he's going to be like, oh, they're going through a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> I should give them a break. No. No, I mean, my and, friend. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah, I think this is a good topic as far as discernment is to know when the enemy's kind of coming out of the woodworks and looking for opportunities is like, yeah, sometimes in our weakness, even in our strengths too, mm-hmm. you know, see that in Jesus's life as well. And what we were talking about earlier too is like to be aware Mm-hmm. That, you know, Jesus here, he's seeking guidance from God, seeking intentional time with God, and that you can be totally in the right and following the Holy Spirit and the leading of the Lord, and that the enemy, 
in being the enemy, you know, the devil coming alongside and seeing that you're pursuing righteousness, that you're pursuing the right things, that you're pursuing Jesus. He, he doesn't want that. So there's, there's going to be pushback. So just to, yeah. just to be prayerful of like, Hey, am I getting pushback because I'm doing the right thing? Or am I getting pushback because I'm doing the wrong thing? So in this case, it's like, you know, Jesus in, in the example, at least that we're going off right now, well, always, but when looking at Jesus, you know, he's doing the will of the father. He's spending time and then he's getting pushed back mm-hmm. because he's doing the right thing. Us, on the other hand, sometimes we got to, that's where the discernment comes in where it's like, am I doing yeah, this for the right reason? 100%. But anyways. And the next verse when it says, basically, if you're the son of God, then tell these stones to become loaves of bread. And Jesus said, no, the scripture is saying, and then he quotes scripture, people do not live by bread alone. So... We talked about this earlier, but basically there's like a faith aspect that comes in knowing that God's going to provide in your need. Mm-hmm. So the enemy tempts with like, do it now, step into your, like we talked about identity because he's basically asking Jesus to prove that he's also the son of God mm-hmm. and that he is the Messiah and that he can satisfy his own hunger because he has that power to do so. And I think so often like, the enemy tempts us in that way is like okay you know you want this xyz go out and get it or like take this and like make it into what you've been longing for and the enemy likes to use the things that we actually desire it's not just Mm going to be something that we're not interested in like he's going to take the good things that we desire and try to twist it and manipulate it in, mm-hmm. in unfaithfulness, like, a lot of times, I mean, to be honest, I I, I hear the enemy and I do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, mm. I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's true. I really want this. I'm really hungry right now, so I'm going to eat this. I'm going to turn this rock into a bread because yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. We're results-based. If that's what yeah. gets me from A to B, then I'm going to do that. Yeah, and I think discerning that, too, is, like, if God is faithful to keep his promises, like, then you know, we can be faithful to wait on him Mm because it's going to be better than some bread. Yeah. To be honest. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, have you ever heard like the enemy cannot create, he can only mimic. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times we buy into the deception, like what you're talking about. He's giving you a cheapened version. And like you're talking about, you know, well, one, just before I get ahead of myself. Yeah. Like, like you said, he's going after his identity He's like, you know, if you're the son of God, Mm -hmm. if you're the son of God. And I think that that's one of the main tactics is that he questions, the enemy questions everything. And not to give him too much time, but just to know, like, the way he works. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what he did to Eve. He goes, did God really say? And if Eve would have just thought back about, you know, she knew what God said. Yeah. You know, but she was looking at it from her eyes. And so discernment is not looking at it just how you see it, but asking God, you know, how do you see it? Because I'm hearing if this is true, then this and this and that and then all this extra noise instead of just silently tuning it out and focusing yeah. on what God has said. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's exactly what Jesus does. He goes, you know, you know, if you're the son of God, he goes, well, this is what God says. You know, he's like, you're not going to live by bread alone. And then the enemy, you know, he's not dumb plays into that and he knows the word and he's like well then it also says this and so jesus is just keep keeps on going back and forth with him about yes but this is also what god says don't don't test me basically (laughs) i love these like well again um don't test me 
Hmm. And like you were talking about how he's shown him everything that he wants, that Jesus is there in his ministry. And especially, if, like we said, this is before he's starting his ministry. And what is his ministry? To pursue mankind mm-hmm. for salvation's purpose, you know, for him to die, to, you know, die for their sins because he loves them. And, you know, Jesus is God and has the heart of God towards people. And so he's showing, the enemy's showing him, you know, all the kingdoms of the world, the very people that God Jesus came for. for. That yeah. He, and yeah, exactly. He goes, mm-hmm. I'll give them to you. Yeah. It's, and it's a, des- if it's a desire, mm-hmm. it's like a yearning and to put temptation in the way yeah. is hard. Yeah. And like, like we were talking about, it's, it's cheap what he's offering because Jesus ultimately, he has those people. And yes, but it would have been a temptation to, to do it now. easy, do yeah. it now. But then that's where, then this is where we see God, Jesus getting like, okay, line has been drawn. Get away from me, Satan. You know, get behind me. And then there's a line to be drawn where it's like, you need to make sure that you are silencing these voices also. When you realize, hey, you know, this is different because it's Jesus to be able to have this dialogue, but it's like, hey, quiet. Yeah. Get it out of here. It could even be wise counsel, to be honest. Yeah. This doesn't have to just be in the form of a spiritual warfare. It's like, this might be your family member. You have to be like, okay, we've had this conversation, but this conversation is done because this is what the what the Lord has said. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not going to change what God has said. And that's hard. I've been there. It's hard, it you know, is. but yeah. yeah. It, I mean, could be a mentor too who, mm-hmm. like, I've just noticed this being completely candid yeah. Is that when I'm struggling, say I'm in a wilderness, God's kind of led me there. Yeah. And I'm struggling and I'm seeking answers from the Lord, but he's kind of on the outskirts, like patiently waiting and like mm-hmm. quietly waiting to present like a word for me or like to approach me. I don't know. Other people want to step in and like immediately satisfy whatever hunger yeah. I have. Good intentions. Good intentions, you know, but it's not God. Mm-hmm. And I think discerning okay, if the Lord is being quiet on this subject for me and other people are saying something something completely different or I'm hearing something so opposite from what my wise counsel is saying, like, let me, like, pray about the intention of it, you know? Because ultimately these people love me and they want want the best for me, but doesn't mean that they're always seeking God in it. And, like, it's hard to hold your tongue. Like, if you think about it and your friend's struggling and you want to speak words of encouragement, but Mm -hmm. you don't really have, like, God's... You haven't been patient enough to, like, pray through it or whatever and Mm -hmm. you just want to go there, chances are is, like, you got to weigh and discern if that word is for you or if it's not to let it roll Mm -hmm. off your shoulders because it's just going to be distracting. Yeah. You got to be careful what you say. 100%. 100%. For sure. I need... That's why I've been thinking about so much. It's just, like, be being careful of what I speak to other people, too. Mm-hmm. Even if I feel like, oh, man, like, I've been there where you're at, and this is what God did for me, it doesn't mean that God's going to do that same thing. Yeah. So... When it comes to personal experience, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the Word of God isn't going to change. It's like, hey, this is what God has said to you, but you might be in a different place to accept certain things at certain times, and where that's where discernment comes into. It's like, hey... I might understand. I mean, I, I had this with youth leadership at my church a while back where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I saw, you know, mm-hmm. I see all these things in this girl's life and I really want to tell her everything. But God's like, you know, you can tell her this bit, 
she's not ready to hear that. You know, where you just want to give him everything all at once. <laughs> and it's like, dude, like, for this individual and thing, I was like, dude, she's 16. Like, she, she ain't ready oh, no, to no. hear the whole theological background of why, need to hear no speaking you know, in all she needs <laughs> Voodoo priestess. Voodoo priestess. Um, but all she needs to hear is, like, my love for her, Sam. That's pe- period the end. That's all she needs yeah. to hear right now. And, yeah. uh, and And sometimes, you know, as you know, you get on in your relationship with the Lord, you kind of want to see, and we kind of talked about this in grace, you know, you want to see results. And so it takes discernment to go, hey, where is this person at? You need discernment for yourself. Like, hey, what am I learning in my relationship with the Lord? But also like, what am I telling others? And where are they at? And where should, because the conversation is going to be different with the individual where they're at with the Lord, like you were saying. And how do we, I mean, I don't know if you want to go through it. We can continue on through this this scripture one thing just to wrap up this scripture that i was just thinking i love verse 11 where it says then the devil left him and behold angels came and ministered to him that after every wilderness or every trial or every whatever season you're in where you're seeking the lord's discernment like he doesn't leave you out there to just feel like you're dry and left burdened like the lord ultimately seeks to show you his mind and his eyes for situations and he wants to minister to you to like pour into you so it's not i mean there may be seasons where you do feel dry even when you have the lord's discernment and that's part of a growth period i think you know growing pains but ultimately it's not going to last forever and you're gonna get that refreshment that you need because he knows he's a good father he knows what you need um that's like what um eden spoke to me when she was talking about basically when Moses, you know, they the Israelites wandered the desert for so long, and then when it was time to exit the desert, mm-hmm. God was faithful to lead them to the promised land. He yeah. wasn't just going to lead them, them to a forever. place with one bush and a stone and be like, here's your promised land. Like, yeah. it's it's lush, it's good, and, mm-hmm. and he's also not going to lead us to a place of danger. Like, yeah. I think of that all the time. It's like, God's not going to feed me to lions. Like, if mm. I'm here and he's led me here... And I'm trusting in him and I'm being discerning. <laughs> she um, just spilled her I water. Spilled so much water on my <laughs> girl's struggling. Um yeah, if God God's not gonna lead us to those places and just be like, okay, you're out to dry now and here's some lines. <laughs> yeah. So I think of that and the wilderness can be really painful. I feel like I just came out of a maybe I'm not even out of it. And maybe I'm thinking I'm out of it, but I don't know if I am. <laughs> Hey, that's the best perspective. Right? Like, okay, Lord, where am I? But being in the wilderness, like, you get used to it sometimes. Like, I feel like all of a sudden I'm like, I'm good because I'm used to this area. And the Lord's like, okay, time to leave. Time to leave. Time to get out. (laughs) And I'm like, is that God's voice? Or is that me just wanting to leave the wilderness Mm -hmm. ahead of myself? Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, the children of Israel, if we're going to the Moses, Moses passage, you know. The Moses passage. I'm so horrible with references. The Moses passage. But just like looking at that section of scripture, you know, the children of Israel were afraid to go into the promised land. Why is that? Because they had sent out spies and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, we've seen giants and all this stuff and the people there are wicked and all these things. And so they saw these outside things and they got overwhelmed. And then whether it was, I mean... I don't want to misquote it, so I feel like it was Joshua and Caleb. But, you know, I know that there are multiple passages in the book of Joshua yeah. where the Lord's like, 
you know, have good or be of good courage, you know, don't be afraid. And where it's like, hey, if God has it for you, he's he's going to lead you into it. Mm-hmm. And it, you need to use your discernment of what time and when. But if it's for you, he, he's going to he's going to be faithful to let you know. Yeah. So I think God's so sovereign that. Yeah. What is meant it. I hate that voodoo verse. <laughs> it's like a voodoo saying what is meant to be will be got that new age i don't like that <laughs> what i just said i rebuke that but there's there's, but there's truth, truth in it to in a degree it's yeah. like if god said it it's gonna be period period and you ain't gotta worry baby yeah <laughs> Ooh. so um, go ahead well do you want to talk we're in 20 minutes in. do we want to talk a little bit about how to kind of discern the lord's voice yes because we have some key things yeah so we we in talking about this, and we've talked about this for a very long time because it's been something I think in our friendship we've talked about and it's helped us grow too, is, um... Yeah, and Sam's been rebuking me on <laughs> so many things. <laughs> These people that don't I'm know so, me are gonna be like, dang, this girl's so legalistic. we balance each other so well, to be honest. Like, I always talk, I always joke around with Sam because, like, She's over here like, hey, we need to like lay out scriptures and I'm like laying back in the chair like, yeah, I'm just going to tell a story. And she's like, "What? Are, where's the direction? I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I probably should have studied some scripture before. I mean, to throw it back, I know that I can be like, this is the way it works. And you're like, the Holy Spirit told me today. And I was like, Lord, why don't... So I've had conversations with the Lord being like, why don't you talk to me like that? He's like, would you accept it like that? And I'm like, oh. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but... I that's, know, I'm all wacky. No, all no, wacky. it's good. I mean, that's... I feel like a modern-day Noah. Like, when I tell people what I see, they're like... They look at me like, dang, girl, you, what, are you okay? Anyways, I, we're not talking about I'm, that. We're talking anyways, about discernment. Yeah, I, was say, I don't even know who that's I'd be. That's a bunny trail. Other than a sinner. Um, all right. <laughs> so, prayer. But the three things we came up with were prayer, scripture, and counsel. So, mm. that's from the Bible, just looking at examples, you know, of how God, we can hear God and see God in a practical way, at least, is prayer. Spending that intentional time seeking him on a personal, private level. Um, I mean, obviously, prayer can be a communal too, but mm-hmm. we're talking about when you are seeking discernment yeah. for yourself and in your personal If your prayer life, I don't mean to call people out, but I actually do mean to call people out. If your prayer life is at church on Sunday with everybody else, honey, you need to practice on your own. And that's something for me, like, and this kind of just shows our personalities too, (laughs) I struggle with prayer. I really do. I've always struggled with prayer. You also have ADHD. I also have (laughs) ADD, like legit ADD, where people are like, oh yeah, I can't focus either. I was like, I was medicated as a child, so we're two different things. We are not the same, okay? Yeah, but I have confidence. (laughs) I always tell Sam that, I'm like, because she's telling me how she's struggling to sit still and like be silent before <laughs> the Lord, and I'm all like Zen in my bed, like listening to the Lord. And, oh, it's so hard. But God's gonna provide, right? But like, seriously. yes, and so to encourage those people that are like me, where it's like I can't sit still. Like I'm always when I do pray, I do stuff like I journal my prayers, and that's actually a good way to. I know it sounds so cheesy, and I even struggle with that. Where I'm like, what am I writing about? But to look back at a record of things that God has done and you'll see like, man, prayer really does work. But you had a verse you were going to share about prayer. Yes, I do. John 14. Um, John, my phone. 
But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you remembrance all things that I said to you. So basically, to encourage you, the Holy Spirit will lead you in prayer. Mm-hmm. He's a good teacher and he's faithful to meet you. If you're if you're seeking God and if you have intention to hear from God, the Lord's going to show up. Like Yeah. And I think it's just a matter of wanting that mm-hmm. and like really desiring to hear from God because I mean, at least I feel like when I was younger in college and wasn't really in my word, which is another example of like if you don't have a balance between reading the Bible praying and also like seeking wise counsel like you know it's hard to to hear god fully if that makes sense Mm -hmm. because in prayer i would experience things that i didn't understand Mm -hmm. like god would show me things and i'm like i don't know what that means yeah and it's because i didn't understand the bible like and i wasn't reading the bible Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the bible is like an anchor you know for the soul and if god if god's speaking to me through prayer like that then like I need some words to kind of affirm what I'm seeing or feeling or I feel like sometimes in prayer too the Lord gives me feelings for people Mm -hmm. and knowing the word and knowing that God like he's expressing to me how he feels about another person like I could have all kind of confusion about that you know Mm -hmm. but yeah did you want to add anything to prayer i think there's a lot to add to prayer prayer is just i mean i think if we just go over the basics and then we'll go back and kind of because we're going to talk about how these things can get manipulated if you don't have a balance of them which you kind of just touched on a little bit and then seeing like i mean in the scripture that we just read how the enemy kind of uses the things like the tools that we have to hear from Mm -hmm. god against us like he just used scripture back on jesus yeah that's sketch yeah anyways (laughs) um so the second one is scripture and you know I I chose this scripture and there's plenty of bible verses like the word is a lamp into the, my feet and a light into my path whom shall I fear uh, whom shall I fear but <laughs> that's a one that I feel like we all hear about a lot but I I really like this one um just when it comes to discerning and using scripture if anything that you hear is going against what the Bible says, whether it's opinions of other people that you're like, mm, I'm not sure if that's actually what God would think about that. Yeah. Or it's maybe you're even your own thoughts. You're like, well, I feel like God is like this or this is what God wants for me. Mm, and, danger. and you need to just make sure like in using your discernment, it's like, well, what does Jesus say? What does the word say? What is not just, you, you know, the whole Bible comprised because sometimes we like to cherry pick passages yeah. um to to meet our motives so reading the entirety of scripture and there's a passage in galatians um one starting at um starting at verse eight actually wait no let me starting at verse nine and this is going to use some strong language but it just shows the severity of like hey you need to make sure that you're not taking god's word out of context So this is Paul talking to the church in Galatians. So it says, as we have said before, so I now say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. And then verse 10, it says, for do I now persuade men or God or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. 
And so it just kind of shows like, hey, th- there will be a line drawn, but that we're, th- we're here to please God. And so just making sure, and above that, it also says, verse 8, um, if we kind of go back, I probably should have read it earlier, but whatever. Um, but even if we or any angel from heaven preach any other gospel than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. So that's even to, you might experience something that seems like, like we talked about counterfeit, that seems like godliness. It might seem very good. It might even, you know, be good. It might good. even look glimmery and like an angel. And holy. And yeah. And so it's just like, hey, you know, but if it doesn't align with the word of God, you mm-hmm. can go, mm, no. Because there are plenty of, I mean, not we're not going to go into this all in this podcast, but there's plenty of cults and other yeah. religions that that claim a form of holiness, godliness, goodness, all those things, but they don't line up with Jesus. They don't line up with the word of God. Mm-hmm. And so we know that they're not true off that basis. It's like, cause Hey, we know who God is because he's told us point blank. And if, you know, if it counteracts or it contradicts, then we know that it's not for us. So yeah. you want to talk about counsel? It's a good word. Oh, I love counsel. <laughs> Ooh. I or if you like wanted I'm to say about to scripture about too. Counsel. No, I'm going to talk about counsel. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have had really good counsel in my life. And, you know, it's, I think it comes from a multi-generational church, like, Mm. you know, La Jolla Christian Fellowship. I have a lot of women who are willing to disciple me and also are seasoned in their faith. And they're also in a a different walk, like a phase of their life. Like they're, I don't know, some of them are married, some of them are single, some of them are just older. (laughs) Love uh, Virginia Adams' mom, by the way. Um, But, you know... There's times when we lean so heavily on counsel mm-hmm. that it can become a distraction from God. And I think that that has been really key for me in this season of my life is like learning how to value my counsel, value their words, and and heed some of their opinions like or take into consideration some of the words that have been spoken over me, but also to bring it back to God, bring it back in a quiet place of prayer bring it back into the word and be like okay lord what are you saying to me because my counsel is saying this mm-hmm. is this what you're saying yeah. and like as of late some of my counsel and i you know it doesn't mean anything that you know they're speaking like devilish things or yeah. whatever it just means that it's not like a word for me if that makes sense it's not a solid direction for me at this point um and to honestly speak it out, like how you were saying, Jesus stood in front of the enemy and was like, no, that's mm-hmm. not what the the Father has said to me. And I've had to put my stand firm and just be like, you know, that's not what God's been speaking to me. He's actually been speaking something else. And it's been hard. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? I'm not laughing. I have an example, but I'll, okay. I'll save it. I'm sorry. Keep it to I just, yourself. <laughs> I'm just sorry. Jeez, it's hard to be a podcast prayer partner with you, too. Whatever we are. <laughs> Define the relationship later. Anyways. But yeah, just, I think, taking into consideration that not all counsel is good counsel. Mm-hmm. And I highly recommend reading Proverbs because I think that's where mm-hmm. wisdom has come from for me in prayer. And then with receiving counsel too, receiving rebukes even. Like, you know, and I think the Holy Spirit's faithful when you do have someone saying a certain thing to you or someone's rebuking you. You can kind of feel it. 
Mm-hmm. You can go like, ooh, like you can feel the Holy Spirit like grab a hold of your heart and be like, listen, like I love you, but like this is for you. And or the opposite is like, ooh, that hurt me, and like I don't feel. And the like way. we were talking about the other day, um, if you're in your Word and you're spending time with the Lord, it's gonna be your counsel is gonna reconfirm things that God has already been putting on your Amen. heart. It'll it'll be in continuation of what we're talking about because we're talking about to put it in context to people who are listening. We're talking about when people pray a word over you and I'm very skeptical. I'm a major skeptic. And oh so I'm like, well, how do you know? How do you know? And Becca was just like, dude, cause the Lord's already showing me. I'm like, that's the Lord, Yeah. That's right. So I had yeah. someone let's, let's, yeah, this is a good example. Thanks for bringing this up. Good job. You're welcome. I had someone the ADD helps. who, yes, I had someone that can't, apparently that she, she just prays. Like she's a good, she's good at prayer. And she, like, kind of affirms you in the Holy Spirit. So mm-hmm. I went to this prayer group, and I felt like before, like, the Lord kind of showing me certain things. And, like, I wasn't sure what God was going to share with me in front of, like, it was kind of an intimate group. So it was, like, ten people. Um, but she was going around praying for each and kind of getting words, like, based off her prayers for us. And I was nervous. I was like, oh, Lord, like, please don't rebuke me in front of all these people. Like, I don't know what you're going to share, but, like, just have it be something, like, good. But the Lord told me before it would it would be something that I already knew, basically mm-hmm. to confirm what I've already heard from him. Yeah. And it was. And so it was like an encouragement. So if someone's affirming something that you're already hearing from God, like it's gonna encourage you. You're gonna be like, Oh my gosh, like the Lord's been speaking mm-hmm. to that me that to me for like a week. Yeah, and you Proverbs know? talks about that there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, you know, they're those people we're not when we're talking about counsel we're talking about your seasoned people in the lord whether they're older than you or they just are well versed in the word that are pointing you to christ Mm -hmm. and that's the thing too like we talked about with the scripture before that i read where it's like if they're pointing you to themselves if they're pointing them you to the book they wrote if they're pointing you to anything other than jesus and what he's already saying in his word and to you in your own prayer life then you can Right. You know, draw that line. Right. But there's a, a verse that we were talking about before that kind of just ties all this in together. It affirms that there is good things in counsel, but that you also need to be prayerful about it. But also that God is going to, he's going to be the one that, that tells you what's going on as well. So it's Proverbs, like we were talking about, Love 19, Proverbs. 20 through 21 it says, and this is ESV version. It says, oh, I know we're going outside the box again. Wow. Um... <laughs> Listen to the advice listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. So, Amen. Yeah, God's going to work it out. Dude, I love that verse. In the future. Okay, yeah, I'm getting carried away. I'm I'm going down a bunch of But trail. okay, can I tell you the thing that I was going I was laughing about and it wasn't about what you're saying, but you were talking about like people have good intentions and they might feel like they have a word for you. You just got to pray about it. And when I was in Bible college, which there's a whole bunch of stories I don't even to go in there. Bible Bible college. <laughs> um Sorry, it just cracks me up, but I had this woman in my life. She spoke a lot of solid truths. She called me out on a bunch of stuff. And she was like, yeah, I've been praying for you a lot. And I just feel like 
God's going to bring a man into your life soon. I feel like it's going to be within the next two years. Okay, context. This is in 2015. <laughs> We're in 2021 now, okay? Could have done this five years. So I get, I get, desert I get to that like, this is so dry, man. Um, but I <laughs> am going to be ministered to, I am sure. <laughs> but What do you mean? I'm just, I was just bringing oh, okay. that oh, passage. I, I, was, I was making a joke. So she, not, she didn't give you no But work. she was like two years, and I was like, okay, and then like, I'm just, I'm being completely candid right now. Around two years, I was like, where are they at, God? What the (laughs) frick? You gave this messenger? What the heck? And I was getting all butt hurt. And then the Lord was like, well, did I tell you that? Or did someone just tell you that? And I was like, oh. So he's like, yeah, you don't have a right to be upset. Ooh. But he was very gentle with me, but he's like, okay, you know. But, and this kind of was something I wanted to bring up too, is that the way that God talks to each person is going to be different because we receive things differently. And so for me, I think that people always think like, oh, God's going to be this big, booming voice. Or other people are like, you know, God's this always speaks very tenderly to me. And God is, for me in my experience, God is tender, but he is firm because I'm stubborn. (laughs) And so he's like, hey, Sam, come over here and like redirects me. But then sometimes I'm a little bit of a turd. And he's like, no. <laughs> it's kind of the way you talk to a dog. Sometimes he's like, no, drop it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, but but kind of just like how we were talking about with you receive more things in prayer sometimes and, and you have that more of that connection with God that way. And I need the word. And you need both. You need yeah, all you need, you need you balance. Need all of it. Balance. Because sometimes you, people can get caught up in their yeah. feelings when they're in prayer. And yeah. then sometimes people, and I've experienced this, you know, yeah. In scripture, you can become legalistic because you can know all the things, but yeah. then you're not communing with God. Or a... you can be like me who sees visions and dreams and then automatically thinks any vision is like the Lord, you yeah. know? And I've had to really draw back like with mm-hmm. this way that the Lord speaks to me and be like taken to prayer every single thing that I see or I, you know, have seen for other people, especially... Yeah. And, and to I, pray about presenting it to them even, yeah, if and, any. And we read the word and we see these examples of people, like we were talking about Moses earlier, where the burning bush, and then he's like, you know, Moses and speaking very loudly. <laughs> and like, I work with kids. And so when they learn about the Bible, they're like, well, I don't hear God like that, Miss mm-hmm. Tusi. And I'm like, yeah, me either, but... <laughs> He can do it. And it's not to say, like, he can... I know people that have heard God audibly. Yep. I, I envy them because I'm like, my skeptic self would be like, heck yeah, let's go. Tangible. Let's go. Oh my gosh. But how would I grow my faith, though, if I always heard it that way? Right. So, right. I don't know. Kind of a... Growing in your faith. Going down a trail there, but discernment. We, we just talked it. about discernment, guys, and... You know, Joe's been rebuking me so much. I might just send him this podcast and be like... Wait, I get it. <laughs> yeah. You proud of me, bro, or what? Yeah. Anyways. And one thing before we end, we were talking about how we really want this to be an encouragement because yeah. we feel like a lot of people our age, younger or older, it could be anywhere on the spectrum, I don't know, but specifically in their mid-20s, and 30s. Mid to late 20s, 30s, that we feel like this is not something for us sometimes, where God doesn't speak to me like that, so, you know, 
or I'm not equipped, or he doesn't speak to me in the way he speaks to that person. There's a lot of comparative Mm -hmm. stuff going on where it's, you have the Holy Spirit in you. Yeah. You have the word accessible, Mm -hmm. especially like in America, we have so much freedom here. I know sometimes some people feel like they don't, but we have so much freedom to just freely open up the word of God. And there's no middleman with Jesus or God. No. It's just you and him. Fully accessible. It's just you and him, bro. So you can trust what you're you're hearing like, yeah the, from the lord directly first timothy 2 5 there's no media there there is no other mediator outside of christ yeah he's Preach the one that and you have quote jesus that scripture <laughs> now she didn't even look at her bible i that's a paraphrase don't okay. <laughs> they're like they're not the sam tusi version um but but that it. you have it accessible to you and god wants to speak to you and he wants to direct you and he loves you and like you were talking about with god's grace if you fall short or you discern something badly, he's <laughs> which I have, which is the same. <laughs> Real he's bad. he's gonna redirect you, but he knows your heart and knows where you're at and where you want to be. So I don't know. Just be encouraged that you got it. You're gonna Holy get this. Spirit, right? <laughs> Rushing like a flood. Imagine me as a worship leader. I don't. How want do you to. think I would do? <laughs> I think you'd I don't be... have an angelic voice by any means. But do you want? I think about this all the time. What you said something to me when you first became a believer. <gasps> Tell me. You were like, I don't remember anything. <laughs> you came up to me. And Becca was so on fire for Jesus. Sometimes me and my callousness, oh, I was, I would right. get annoyed, but. I think you can probably tell by our dynamic even on what this. What did I say to you? But you came to me and you're like, hey, one thing I've noticed about Christians, no one has a bad singing voice. And I was like, I think Geez. the Lord, like, he like, I don't, I was thinking about that too, because I was like, everyone's so beautiful here. I think I said something about appearances too. The Lord gave me some crazy, like, no, thing over my eyes. He shielded even, you. Because <laughs> okay. I'm all sitting here, I'm like, that person. And then you're like, no one's a bad singer. I was like, do you hear what I hear? <laughs> I was like, but she was Dude. so in in love with Jesus that it all sounded good. I, yeah, but that's that's crazy. I forgot about that. Yeah. Hey, I still hope for that new new believer fire. I think I got it back. You know. Oh yeah, when you catch get, me on the streets of La Jolla tomorrow. When you get those second wins, is great. Yeah. We're on the up. We're on the upswing. But yeah, I just I think to say that you know doing this podcast is just to be an encouragement. Mm-hmm. We I I don't pretend to know very much to be honest. Like Sam is really knowledgeable, and I'm kind of just not sitting even. back. I'm just exalting her right now. But yeah, I think don't do that. To Use have your conversations <laughs> to have conversations like this yeah. is really important too, especially in our community, mm-hmm. and to affirm each other and be like, hey, you got the Holy Spirit. Like mm-hmm. you know, God's gonna provide for you. You don't need to hear from some voodoo priestess or like whatever xyz you don't need all these added things like christ said that he was going to add them for you like you don't Mm -hmm. actually have to do a lot like to be honest yeah you do what you don't but we love you people whoever's Mm -hmm. listening i don't know who you are but we're praying for you and if you do have a prayer request you can just shoot me a a dm i guess find me on instagram (laughs) there's no plug on my podcast do you want to say anything to the people yeah, I mean, we love you guys. Amen. Jesus love loves you more than we love you. No, I love them more. Just kidding. <laughs> That's heretical. Uh, no, but Jesus loves you. He wants to empower you. Mm-hmm. And not like the world does. Ooh, but he, amen. Um, 
He wants to build up. I honestly just feel a burden for our generation. Like he wants to build up strong believers that love him and seek righteousness. And I see it and I see it boiling up and I'm like, let's go revival. Let's go. Um, But yeah, that the Lord loves you, whatever you're going through, whether, Hey, you might be going through a good season. Thank God for it. You might be going through a hard season. Pray through it with God, you know, so. Or you could pray through it with me, too. We be praying for you guys. All right, y'all. All right. Peace out. Bye.